Hey everyone and welcome to DCI number 35. I'm your host, Jonathan Miley. In this episode, Brian got to talk with Matt Ulfke, who's the founder of Laser Guided Games and is currently working on Revolution Ace, which is a top-down shmup looking to return to the olden days of shmups when you didn't have to worry about one hit, one kill. They had a fascinating conversation, and I know I enjoyed it. I hope you did, too. If you'd like to find out more information about Dark Station, you can do that at darkstation.com. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at darkstation underscore com. If you'd like to subscribe to us, we are on iTunes, where the Dark Cast. While you're there, let us know what you think of the show with a review. If you'd like to send us an email, you can do that at podcast at darkstation.com. For more information about Matt, Laser Guided Games, or Revolution Ace, check out the links in the show notes to this episode. As always, thanks for listening. Now on with the show. my voice all day uh instead of jonathan's because he's off doing um some dutiful sun work um but with us today is uh matt and i'm gonna do this again uh Ulfk? is that right Ulfki. Ulfki. man if i don't do it in one place i do it in the other one and you're from laser guided games that's right so how many lasers do you use in your your daily life <laughs> uh laser pen sometimes okay that works. I'll count it. Don't point it at any planes, but I'll count it. <laughs> um. So, uh, before we get into the uh, the game that we're here to talk about, Revolution Ace, um, why don't you give us an idea of uh, of who you are, uh, what you do with Laser Guided Games, and kind of you know what uh, what a day in the life for you is. Uh. Well. So uh, I worked at Epic Games. For, oh. Okay. Uh, about almost ten years. Um. And so. I got kind of tired of doing AAA stuff, um, so I thought um, I'd like to do like some smaller games, um, you know, just a little and some, sorry, shorter production times and that sort of thing. Although this game ended up taking a little bit longer than I was uh, hoping for, but it's a learning experience. So, um, so basically, I started Laser Guided Games to uh, to do that and. Hopefully it turns out well. Well, so far it looks real good. I mean, Revolution Ace is definitely uh, as far away as you can get from something that you were working on at Epic. Were you, like, on one of the Gears teams? Uh, yeah, I did uh, all the Gears games, um, UT3, uh, UT2, actually, too. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I was there for a long time. I did a lot of the engine work and all that stuff. Man, okay, so this is definitely, this is more Project of Love than anything else. Yes, it is. Um, is it just you at Laser Guided? Um, I'm the only full-time person. Um, I, I eventually, I originally was going to try to like go total hardcore solo and do it all myself, um, but I'm not a very good artist, so I. Neither am I. <laughs> so eventually, uh, I started contracting some art to to fill out stuff that I couldn't do on my own, um, and UI especially, um, and so. But I mean, I'm the only one who's like. I right now I am the company pretty much. You are you are Laser Guided Games. That's excellent. Yeah. Okay. Uh, where where are you based out of? North Carolina. 
Okay, cool. I'm just a little south of you in Florida. Yeah. Nice. At least we're on the same coast. All right. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually really like it here, so I didn't really want to move. And so that was, that was actually a factor in, like, because I left Epic, and then... And they're based at uh, Raleigh, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm, like, 15 minutes from there. And I was like, I kind of like it here, and I really want to move, and I have the opportunity to do my own thing, and I kind of want to do that, so sounds like a good plan. Do you ever do you ever see Cliff just tooling around in his Lambo? <laughs> Not anymore. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, Revolution Ace um, is definitely... I, I, as far away as you can get from uh, a third-person cover-based shooter. Um, I, I took a look at I, I took a look at the video you got. I took a look at some of the pictures. Um, it seems really cool. Um, why don't you explain to, to everybody kind of what it is, and then uh, and then we'll talk about what you're doing with it. Um, so it's a shoot 'em up, um, much more in an in older style brought to the present, like, Raptor is the main inspiration. I was going to say, that that and, uh, like, uh, 1942. Yes. And Tyrion. Yeah. Um, so, so I played a lot of those games. And a lot, and a lot of, so the thing for me was that a lot of these games these days are really, really tight in reflexes. Mm-hmm. You get, you know, one hit and you die, everything. There's, like, bullets all over the screen. It's really unforgiving. And so I wanted to make something a little bit, you know, back when I played as, as a kid where you know you can take a beating and the focus is on blowing up all the guys um rather than just dodging everything yeah okay and and then on the way um um i thought well hey i did lots of networking stuff so i can do co-op so i put that in there and then messed around with uh multiplayer to try to come up with something a little bit more unique with the uh, versus mode where you can send things back and forth sort of like a puzzle game almost uh, yeah, I, we're definitely going to talk about that because I had I had both uh, both visions and uh, and quickly escalating nightmares of Super Puzzle Fighter and the horrible things that my wife does to me in that game. But uh, <laughs> so you said now it's you're, it's definitely it's, it's definitely a shmup. Um, it, it's and, and it looks it looks kind of old school. Um, uh, very, very kind of charming. Like I said, it, it immediately reminded me of like a, of like 1942. Um, and you're in the you're is that just like a regular jet or is that some sort of super jet? Um, yeah, I guess it's a, a super jet. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of not strictly modeled after anything in okay. particular. I mean, I was kind I I liked the, uh, the like the basic like silhouette of it, but I mean after that, you know, just kind of went to the art guy, just do something. Yeah, okay. and, you know, just needs to have lots of guns. <laughs> so what's, got, what's your favorite kind of gun? Um, So I'm partial to plasma cannons. Okay. Um, And um, there's one gun that, like, uh, pierces enemies, goes straight through them, and just hits, like, rows of guys. And that's that's great. That's, that's, my, that's my favorite, so I, I go for that. Are there any uh, – we also have, like, standards like spread fire and rapid fire and that kind of stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's there's a couple dozen guns. Um, so we've got missiles and, you know, various types of beams. Um, you have spread and straight and homing and all that stuff. Okay. Uh, what – now, like like you were saying, the kind of the – what's what's really come about in the the newer – the newer shmups, um, uh, is this, 
almost relentless nature with which it pounds you with both like neon lights and and crazy uh uh, crazy weapons all over there, not crazy weapons, but crazy fire all over the place. Um, you said you wanted this one to be a bit more about survival. Um, what, what kind of tools do you have that, that kind of make that happen and make shooting, uh, you know, make getting rid of those enemies like the, the more focusable item? Um, so, I mean, the, the first obvious thing is that your ship has a lot of durability. Um, you got shields and armor that can take uh, a lot of hits. Um, um, also something that I want to do to also, like, like I said, focus on, on the shooting aspect is that instead of your shields recharging when you don't take hits, they recharge when you don't shoot. Um, so you have a little bit of uh, risk-reward of, like, is that guy dangerous? Should I be trying to clear the screen of him, or should I, you know, just Can let I just him go by a little bit? and, yeah, and, and recharge? And a lot the, the stages, especially early on, are structured so that after, you know, a, a certain amount of enemies come by, that like, gives you a breather so you have the opportunity if you blown them up fast enough to recover and on most of the difficulty settings the enemies um, return like if the enemy does his path and he goes off the screen um, they come back and we'll do that I mean based on the difficulty setting they might do that once or twice or forever oh gosh and so it incentivizes you to, you know, pick and choose who do you want to blow up, who do you want to let, let go by. So really, really prioritize, like, okay, I need to get rid of this guy this run. He's going to cause me more problems, but I kind of sit on this one for a little while if I need to recharge. Exactly. Neat. Okay. That's, so there really is kind of a puzzly nature to this. It's not just, it's not just either shoot or dodge. There's, there's kind of something more in the background going on. Yeah, exactly. A little, a little bit of like, I mean, the focus is still shooting, but there's like that thing going on in the back of your mind of like tactics. Mm-hmm. You're like, there's this one guy left. I know I can leave him there. I can get my shields back. I'm gonna let him sit, and I can dodge this all day. Yeah, exactly. And the same thing with like some of the bosses and their patterns. And uh, you know, after I take out this turret, this area is gonna be safe for a little bit. I can recover before I, you know, finish it. Go in to finish it. That actually sounds really neat, especially coming off of stuff like uh, like Cinemora, where they instead of life they kind of give you like a time gauge. Um, that that's that the, the ability to survive more than one hit and actually uh, actually do some damage and kind of be able to plan and almost uh, play with your play with your food as it was. That sounds kind of really neat. Yeah, that was actually that was actually the game that made me think that like I had decided at that point that. I wanted to go and try to do a, my, my own indie thing, mm-hmm. but that but I played that game and I was like, back in my day, I could take more than two hits. <laughs> that's, that's, you know, you say and, that, and it's like I remember playing like arcade nineteen forty two and thinking that that was the most ridiculous thing ever. I don't know if I've ever been past the uh, the like the first actual solid level. And that's that's a failing of my own. But then at the same time, now you know I, I think that's more a matter of uh, of me being younger then. And like now, you know, I, I reviewed Cinemora, so I got through that a couple of times. I did some of the uh, the ridiculous um, challenge modes in that. Oh my god, just the things that they wanted you to do. But this this actually sounds uh, very much my speed. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a it's a little bit slower, but um, I mean it can it can ramp up, I mean, especially if you play versus. Um, so it, it, it can, it can still get there, or if you put up, turn up the difficulty, because it's got four difficulty settings, so. Okay, so can, is, there, is can, there, like, you know, like, easy, and then sudden death? 
Yeah, it's not it's not quite as harsh as as the other where where you know it's basically hard, harder, and even more hard. Yeah, I think but I think it, when I I think when I when I reviewed Cinemora, I think I called it hard, hardest, and then don't even try. Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit it's a little bit more on a more standard difficulty scale where there's an actually easy mode, and where it actually even slows down the game a little bit further. And then you know on the highest difficulty, everything's going a little bit faster, and the enemies don't go away, and that kind of stuff. Sounds cool. Now, with the the multiplayer, is this uh, is this online or is it just local? Both. Oh man. Okay. So, and and you you mentioned the uh, kind of the the nature of it, where you're it's you're you're not playing. I guess. Well, okay. Hold on. Let me get my thoughts straight. When you're playing co-op with somebody, are you both are, are you both on the same plane, or are you always on different kind of different areas? Um, so when you play co-op, mm-hmm. um, you're both in the same the same playing field. Okay. Um, the the field gets expanded. Like I go away from the uh, the four by three that is mostly meant to be old school, and it pushes out basically the HUD to the side so that it's a widescreen thing, which okay. um, works really well. Because I also found because I wanted to go bottom to top mm-hmm. because that's it was that was just an old school. That's what I remember. So that's what I'm doing. Absolutely. But you can't. But you can't do a widescreen game going that way with with one player because there's too much area to cover. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, so then that's what got me the idea. Well, hey, when you're in co-op, now there's two guys. You know, one guy can take this side of the screen, the other guy can take the other side of the screen, and just you know, all all the add add a bunch more enemies, mess with their patterns a little bit so they cover more screen, and now you've got it's it feels a bunch different. And then with versus, you guys—that's the one where you're on—you're both on separate screens, basically. Uh, especially if it's online. Yeah. Um, now, can, are you able? Are you able to see the other person and what they're doing? Uh, yeah. I mean, it plays it plays split screen. Okay. Um. So yeah. Um. You you both you both have your own field, and you're both at at the beginning. It's the same stage. Um. But then. If you kill a lot of enemies in a row, or you get certain power-ups, or you use a super weapon, um, it will do things to the other guy's screen to mess him up. How, how did you go about? How did you how did you program that? Because that sounds that sounds crazy. Are there just are there like certain uh, certain goals that you have to meet for other things to appear? Um, like what what kind of determines how much crap you're throwing at the other guy? Um, so it's mostly based on the, game, the game's combo rating, which you can see on on the HUD. Okay. Um, um, and so at at set points, it sends a certain amount of enemies to the other guy's side, and the enemies that it sends are based on the ones that you blew up to get to that situation. Um, so if you're if you're really clever, or you can you can you know manipulate it, because um, like buildings and things also count for the combo rating. Um, so oh. what you can do is you could. In theory, you can blow up a couple of enemies that you really want to send over and then fill up the combo meter with some buildings, and then the only enemies you've beaten are the annoying ones that you're trying to send across, so that's what he gets. <laughs> so it allows you to be really devious. Yeah, so you can so you can do a bit of things like that. And But the thing is that, so it's, it's sort of a... What's the word? It has a little bit of rubber banding in it in that the high, you want a higher combo rating to increase your score, mm-hmm. which is also sending enemies to the other guy's side, which lets him increase his score. So you're both playing this sort of game of chicken of how how far do I want to go with this, 
and how much can I take? Because if much- you if you're wrong, that's a gamble that that other dude just just took you out on. Exactly. Okay. Man, that's oh, that's devious. You had you were part of the shotgun team, weren't you? The what? The shotgun team in Gears. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh. This devious. Waiting, waiting to kill people. Yeah, well, I was also back in the original one. I was also the guy who always rushed the rocket launcher, which is uh, which is why when that game shipped, it pretty much didn't work. Uh, yep. <laughs> I got this. I'm gonna fix this real good. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Cliff did not like what I was able to do with that thing. Inter- internal testing was bad. Well, you know, hey, that's how you solve things. You get devious people like you on the team, and uh, and that's how things get fixed. <laughs> Because the hell if I'm going to let it come out like that. <laughs> oh. Um. How how long have you been working on this? You said it took. You said it was it was it was taking you longer than you expected it to. Yeah, it's a, a year and a couple months now. Okay. Uh, so, and you so, expect it out in March. That's right. Yeah. That's, the, that's the goal. Yep. Um. Is it? Are you doing it all with, like, your money? Did you ever decide to do, uh, like, any kind of – or, you know, were you ever thinking of doing any kind of crowdfunding for it? Uh, no, I, I don't – I want to avoid that if I – unless I really need to. Because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, to me, that's that's something that's that's last resort, basically. Okay. I don't want to I don't want to go there and just be like, hey, please give me some money. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it's it's been my own money. Um I mean, I've been saving for a long time to do this. Um, so, but, yeah, and it, t- it took me about a year, and probably for the first six months, like I said, I was trying to do it all myself, and then I realized that I was going to work. It, yeah, it wasn't going to work. I, I found out I could actually do more of the art things than I thought I could. Mm-hmm. I just really hate it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's more a matter of just personal, like, okay, I'm just, I'm not doing yeah, this. Yeah, it was. Well, I mean, the thing I found most about working by yourself is you need to keep a level head, mm-hmm. and it was crushing my motivation to, I mean, basically I could go programming and spend a day and, you know, create half a dozen enemies, uh, you know, a new game mode and all kinds of stuff, and then I go and want to create a plane, and I spend all day, and I have a plane. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I, I, I can't keep doing this. I'm going to hurt myself. It's just tearing you apart. Yeah. Um. Would you like? I, I've heard from a couple of other people that we've interviewed that, especially when you're when you're doing stuff with a small team or you're doing stuff by yourself, um, that it's kind of really easy to get caught in your own bubble as far as like what's fun and what's not fun. Um. What kind? Of, what you use to kind of get out of that? Did you do any like external testing? Um. Well, yeah. I definitely send it around to everybody I know. Have them have them um, do a bunch of tests. I haven't done like formal like you know get. Like a testing agency or anything like no, that. No, 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 no. But, but yeah, I mean, I t- send it around to all my friends and all of that. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I don't know what else to say. What was what was the craziest piece of feedback you got on it? <sighs> Either crazy good or just crazy like, dude, you need to change this. <laughs> um, well, so it it seems it seems really simple, um, but when I originally started um, on PC. Um, you, you only, it was one button, like, like Raptor was. Um, and, you know, people were getting annoyed with the, you know, because, I mean, on phone you have to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, the iOS session version does because you only got one finger, really. Um, but on, Oh, good, so you're not messing around with any of those crazy, like, virtual joysticks. You're just kind of moving them around? Oh, yeah, no, God, no. Okay. I, I hate that. 
I, I think I think I think that's cheating basically. That's that's like a cop out. Um but so so it's it's a touch interface. You use push where you want the ship to go and it fires while it's going there. And so you just move it around that way. And there's a button on the corner for to use your super weapon and that's it. Nice. Um it, it, it will pit, it will figure out ground versus air based on what's closer and what weapons you have equipped. What's in front um, of it is gonna fire the right thing at it. Yeah, that's brilliant. Um, okay, but I, I originally was doing that on on PC, and then and then someone was like, "Why are you doing this? I have <laughs> like I have like a hundred buttons on my keyboard. <laughs> Why am I just using this one? What is wrong with you?" <laughs> yeah, so so I put I made those two buttons, and I was surprised. At, it seems like a simple thing, uh, but it makes a huge difference because now like you can get caught not paying attention to one or the other mm-hmm. and it just it requires that and for the two buttons to... you're talking like air and ground yeah okay so so you have to so you it it does add a little bit more that you have to think about and there's also a little bit of extra strategy there and that um some weapons are charged weapons and while they're firing if you let go of the trigger they don't stop oh. so you know you you press you can you know press the the ground version of that and while while it's firing then you can switch to air with your other guns and you know you can get some some tactics that way, which so that so that all turned out really well. Excellent. Did you ever think of just sending that guy like a version that was all hot bars where you fire missiles individually with all the keys? <laughs> that would that would be funny. <laughs> I should have thought of, I should have done something like that where like every weapon is a different button or something. Oh, more buttons? Yeah, here you go. <laughs> yeah, I should have thought of that. That's all right. That would have been you know just a. Waste of a build, I'm sure. <laughs> Just keep it, keep it in the back, like in one of those extra challenge modes. Um, it's okay, so we got coming out in March. Um, you said you mentioned you were doing it for phones. What's what? What kind of release? Uh, what what platforms are you looking to go on? Um, it's it's iOS only at the moment. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah, that's it's going to be that way for for now. Um, I'm I'm not ruling out Android or anything else, but. Mm-hmm. It's it's a can of worms that I'm not ready to open. Okay, so iOS, and then you said you did have something going for PC. Yeah, iOS, iOS and PC. PC will be Steam and probably some other distributors. Are um, you on Are you on Greenlight or anything? Or um, I I um I am able to get on Steam. Cool. That's so that's much better than going on Greenlight. <laughs> yeah, I. Never leave it. I, prob- to I probably shouldn't say anything about that. I won't. I'm not. We're not saying nothing. You didn't. Hear nothing. Nobody's heard anything. It's just. We're just talking. Um, so so one one nice thing is that the uh, the the asynchronous version of the versus mode uh, battle chains mm-hmm. is cross platform. Really. So someone can record it on the phone and someone can play it on the PC. Um, the obviously on the phone you don't or iPad or whatever, you don't get split screen because it's a little small as it is. Mm-hmm. But um, you can watch it separately to see, you know, what they're going to be throwing at you, and then you can play it, and then you can send it to them. And if they're on PC, they still get the split screen view and all that stuff. Now, is that a back and forth, or is that just a one go? Um, it's a back and forth. Or okay. I mean, um, the reason it's called a chain is because that's that's sort of how it works with the uh, the crossover effects. Mm-hmm. Is like you know you're playing someone's someone's challenge. Um, if you do something that would affect the other side, it's obviously not going to affect the recording. It's going to affect them next time when they check into their challenge. Yeah. 
Man, so you've you've effectively created like basically shmup by email. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh, that's 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 an old reference. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I took it back there. <laughs> no, uh, no, that's that's good. That brought out some memories. I haven't done yeah. that in a long time. It's crazy. Uh, it, oh, but that that sounds that sounds really and so that's that's cross. Um, when you do it on PC, because that's a bigger space with that kind of battle chain, are you doing it at the same time as the recording, or is that also just kind of watching them play? Um, with, I'm, I'm sorry. With, with, with the with the PC version of the the battle chains, is that do you also have that going on the same side, like they were there, or do you watch that first and play also? Uh, you it, it will put them on the other side of the split screen, so you can see them at the same time. Oh, that's awesome. How long do those? Okay, how long does a level like that go for? So if you set a recording for that, is it until you decide that you want to stop? Um, so it's until it's until uh, you beat the level or you die with a higher score. Okay. Which at first seems like well, you have to beat the stage, but you remember you're getting all these extra enemies and all that stuff. Especially so, if you're one or two deep in the chain already. Yeah, exactly. So you can get so you can end up with so sometimes you'll end up with a higher score halfway through it and. So you you can send that too, um, but basically, yeah, it pretty much escalates until it, the screen. I mean, at that in, at that point, when you're like four or five rounds deep, it does get to the point where it's a little bit more what what bullet hell people might be comfortable with. Of course, you still can take a bunch of hits, but you're taking them really fast, um, and so it basically just continues until one of you can't win anymore, and then you hit give up and they get achievements and get to brag. All right. Well, that's, that kind of ends my uh, regular questions. Um, what we like to do at the end of our interviews is actually go for a uh, – we do we have a little questionnaire we do called the end game. Um, it's ba- – I, I, I kind of base it off the uh, the questionnaire that James Lipton does at the end of kind of inside the actor's studio. So I, I like to get at least a, a little more kind of uh, personal responses as far as, as far as you go rather than going straight for the game or anything like that. Um, so if you're ready – um, I'm going to ask the first question. It is, uh, who is your favorite video game protagonist? Ooh. And they only wow. get worse from here. <laughs> wow, that's that's rough. I mean, most most of my uh, classics are, are you are the protagonist type mm-hmm. of stuff, like Fallout and Ultima. Yeesh. Um... I will I accept a Fallout or Ultima, but you have to tell me why. Um, well, no, I'll go. I'll go with with uh, an Old Faithful and okay. uh, go with uh, Final Fantasy VII uh, Cloud. Okay. All right. He's he's popular. Um, I'm gonna flip the coin and I'm gonna ask you who your favorite antagonist is. Uh, I always I always get frozen up on questions like this. <laughs> I I do too. Don't feel bad. Take your time. I don't have a clock going or nothing. <laughs> Normally, the answers that you think are better are better than the ones that just kind of pop up, and you're like, you end up regretting those anyway. Ah, uh, sheesh. I mean, I was I was I always end up thinking of, like games I like just played. Although you know what? Uh, Andrew Ryan and Bioshock. Okay. I'll go with that. Excellent. I, I will definitely take that one. I, yeah. Um, what's your What's your least favorite um, trend in video games right now? What's your kind of your least favorite trope? 
something you'd wish to go away? Um, well, does does everything's a shooter count? Yes, I'll count it. <laughs> I, can, uh, I, mean, I can I can understand that coming for you being a little burnt out on those. I mean, I mean, not not like I mean, there was nothing wrong with the with the games we were doing. I mean, I I enjoyed them, but I mean, it seems like every everybody's trying to be Call of Duty these days. Yeah, and I think that's the especially when it comes to that 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 people are so afraid to kind of carve their own niche and do their own thing that they they want to grab those Call of Duty numbers and it's something that the MMO space has been kind of losing at a lot recently where or not recently but you know since WoW because everything wants the WoW numbers and and I don't think people understand that if you just make something good you'll you'll get numbers that are good enough but try always trying to be that that COD killer or the or the uh, the WoW killer as it were it's just it's not it's not a brass ring that you're ever going to to get by the numbers. Well, uh, and also to me, um, and this was this was a factor in me um, moving out of AAA stuff, um, is that to me it's, it's as much about efficiency. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I mean, if you make a game that that makes you know five hundred million dollars, but it cost you four hundred and fifty million dollars, then did you really win? Yeah. I mean, I mean, if if, if I could, you know, if you can make you know a tenth of that. And and you spend you know ten million. I mean, I'm picking up numbers even now that are you know way out of my league anyway. But yeah. you get you get what I'm saying. The, Absolutely. I mean, I I I think the that there's been a loss of focus as far as you know. It's not it's not about the the revenue. It's about the profit, even for a business. Um, and some some of them seem to lose that in in the the huge numbers that some of these games turn up. But if they if they cost that much too, then like uh, like Assassin's Creed, I think is a is a good point there. I think that game costs a ridiculous amount of money, and I mean, I guess it's working out for them. But I wouldn't necessarily advocate everybody trying to follow that model. No, and, and you know, and at the same time, the the quality of that so ever since they've moved to kind of the the yearly standard, as it were, that that's it's really kind of suffered. Um, there's there's really a kind of uh, you know, there, there's a is there's a question of of is this going to be good rather than when it, you know Assassin's Creed 2 came out like oh my god this is going to be awesome. They've, 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 there's almost this constant question mark above their heads now as to what what quality product they're putting out, even though we know it's coming out every year. All right, um, next question. Uh, being that today is a sad day and we lost Harold Ramis, uh, I'm going to ask you what uh, your favorite either Harold Ramis acted or Harold Ramis directed movie is. Oh, wow. I, I don't even, I don't even think I, I don't fully recognize that name. He, off, he was Egon in Ghostbusters. Okay, I remember hearing that. Yeah. He also directed uh, greats such as uh, Groundhog Day and analyzed this and was a writer on, like, so many things it's not even funny. Although they were very funny. <laughs> Um, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cheat a little bit. That's fine. That's fine. That, man. that he did, so I can. Uh, I mean, obviously, I mean, I could say Ghostbusters, and that would that would probably be, be easy and acceptable. But yeah, no, I appreciate the uh, the little bit of extra work. 
Oh, he wrote Animal House? Jeez. Yeah, exactly. I did not know that. I had no idea before today that he had actually directed the first uh, National Lampoon's Vacation movie. Huh. Yeah, ex- yep. Did not know that. Um, I think looking at these, I'm still going to have to go to Ghostbusters, though. Not a problem. Like I said, that's that's easily, that's not only, like, defining as far as, as who he was, but just as a as a movie, like, I can't wait to, I've got a two-year-old and a, and a four-month-old right now, and I can't wait to show that to them when they're actually, you know, like, old enough to, to not only appreciate it, but actually get a little scared by it sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I think that, that one, I could still watch that. Oh, absolutely. It holds up so well, and it every, it's still, still fun. Bill Murray is ridiculous in that movie. <laughs> and to think that the, that the, like, little Ghostbusters trivia that most, uh, the current thought right now is that almost 90% of the dialogue that he speaks is actually just him improvising in the scene. Just completely ridiculous. That's great. Yeah. But uh, next question. Um, if you could try any other profession in the world, no restrictions, what would you like to give a shot to? Uh, well, I always wanted to be a hockey player growing up for a long time. Um, okay. Until, until, you know, reality set in. <laughs> You're like I'm not doing that. <laughs> I well, I just don't have the muscle mass to be able to 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 do that sort of thing. I am I am your stereotypical tall nerdy guy, so I have I I have good reflexes. I could play a decent goalie, but yeah, I couldn't I couldn't take the the physical just the the the, the day in day out abuse that their bodies go through. Yeah, yeah. I but I'm, yeah, but if I but if I could, that would be fun. That's there you go. I said no restrictions. Hockey player, I'll take it. Um, final question, uh, and this is the one that can go kind of dark. Um, at the end of our lives, when we come to the gates of the Mushroom Kingdom, and Toad is there with the book of all of our deeds, um, uh, what do you want him to say to you? I, honestly, um, I, I mean, those part of the reason I uh, I do these games is to make is to to create and have fun for as many people as possible. Um, and so, I mean, I would, I would like that to be, Hey, like, you know, like a counter, if you could just like pull out a, a big counter with a, like a huge number on it. It's people that have had fun with your games. Yeah. That is a noble goal. Noble, noble goal, dude. Absolutely. I could, I, I could 100% get behind that. Uh, that is it. That is uh, that is the end of our end game. You've passed. Uh, you have one. Uh, you know my respect, which you had before, uh, but now you have more of it because you passed my little quiz. Even though you really can't fail it because it's all opinion. But you know, don't tell anybody else that. Um, as a final kind of farewell, why don't you tell everybody listening um, when they can expect um, Revolution Ace and where they can expect to get it? Um, it will Revolution Ace will be out. Uh, middle of March, date, exact date to be announced soon, um, on PC through Steam and other services, and iOS from the App Store. Fantastic. Matt, it was a great pleasure talking to you. Thanks for, thanks for showing up. That was great. Thanks.